Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. Uh, This week, I want to talk to you about how to organize your day. Now, I got this topic idea from uh, Diane P. Uh, She asked me to not mention her last name, so I'm I'm just using that pseudonym, Diane P. And she uh, asked me how I organize my day. How do I organize all the things that I do as far as working on client projects and prospecting for more business and just running the, the basic business of being a freelance uh, B2B copywriter. How do I do that on day-to-day? How do, I, how do I plan that? So that's what I wanted to talk to you about is to give you some tips and ideas and strategies for how to organize your day effectively. Now, when I organize my day, I organize my day around three principles. Principle number one, I want to be productive. I want to be as productive as possible. I don't want to be running at 900 miles an hour. (laughs) I mean, I want to be going at a pleasant, enjoyable pace, but I want to be productive. And the simple reason is this. I charge most often by the project. So the faster I work, the more productive I am, the more money I make. That's just just, just how the math works. So uh, anything I can do to become a little more productive immediately pays off for me. Uh, because, you know, I get more work, more client work done. And as a result, I make more money. (laughs) Okay. So uh, being productive is very important to me. The second guiding principle I have to organize in my day is that I want to be able to serve my clients well. I want to be the gold standard for copywriting in the niche markets that I target. I want to serve those clients better than they've been served by any other source of copywriting or content creation. So I want to be that person, gold-plated service. And that's very important to me. I do that for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, there's nothing more profitable than a happy client because happy clients will not only give you repeat business and be loyal to you and use your services over and over again, but a happy client will refer you to others who could potentially become happy clients themselves. So I invest in my clients by giving them excellent service and also Frankly, I find it very satisfying when a client is, is happy and impressed with the services that I provide. I get, I get a lot out of that. I get a lot out of when a client contacts me and says, Steve, wow, this is great work. We're so happy with this website copy. Thank you so much. I mean, when a client tells me that, that just makes my day. day. That just makes it all worthwhile for me. So serving my clients well is a second guiding principle to how I organize my day. And the third way, the third guiding principle to organizing my day is I need to enjoy what I'm doing. That's very important to me. I don't want to be working on projects where I'm, I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. Um, I, I want to have fun doing what I'm doing, doing the work that I'm doing. So uh, give you an example. I sometimes, perhaps two or three times a week, pack up my stuff drive to a favorite coffee shop and work at that coffee shop for two or three hours. Now, some people may look at that and say, Steve, that's not being very productive because you got to 
pack up your stuff. You got to drive there. It's about yeah, 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. Grab your coffee, sit down, get settled, and start getting to work. Yeah, I know I lose a little bit of time, but you know what? One of my guiding principles is to enjoy what I'm doing. And I enjoy working in coffee shops, so I make it work, okay? So those are my three guiding principles on how I organize my day. I need to be productive, I need to serve my clients well, and I need to enjoy what I'm doing. So I organize my day around those guiding principles. I recommend, when you think about how best to organize your day, that you come up with some guiding principles yourself. They may not be the same as mine. Although I would highly suggest you have at least the first two, serving your clients well and being productive because those two things are the money makers, okay? Uh, So you want to have those two, but you may have some other guiding principles as well that you want to include there. But have some guiding principles on how to organize your day. Now, let's get down to exactly, specifically how I organize my day. First of all, I'm a big believer in simplicity. Now, I know some people, some colleagues of mine, who when they plan their day, they're very meticulous and detailed. They plan every hour, every 15-minute segment. I I know someone who plans every 15-minute of their day to excruciating detail. And they not only plan their day that way, but they plan their week, their month, their quarter that way. If you're that type of person that thrives on on a detailed plan like that, and it's motivating to you and you can make it work, by all means, do that. That's not me. I'm very um, improvisational. I I like to have flexibility. I like to um, be creative in the moment. I like to change things up in the moment. So I organize my day around those characteristics. Um, And also, I find that, that, you know, you can create a really detailed plan on paper, but as soon as you start implementing it, you know... It looked good on paper, but <laughs> the reality of a workday, things change. Things come up, and it never goes uh, precisely as you want it to go in that detailed plan. You can't predict everything. So my plans are very, very simple. I organize my day in a very simple way. And you know what? Unless you're that detailed person that, that must uh, plan every second of your day, I recommend that you take a simple approach as well. So let me give you... Um, uh, let, let me take you on a guided tour of how I organize my day each day. First of all, what system do I use? I use a day timer paper-based system. I don't use an online app and I don't use an online calendar for organizing my day. I use a paper-based system. It's the day timer system. And I, I use a system where it gives me two pages per day for each day to plan and organize my day. And the reason why I do that is because I like to be able to see my entire day at a glance. And because I plan a lot of different things, I track a lot of different things, I need two pages in order to do that. So I have bought the, day, the time, uh, what's this called again? The, uh, <laughs> the day timer system, I'm looking at it right now, with a two-page view, so I can I can plan a whole day over two pages. You may not need that yourself. You may get away with a one-page view, but I use a two-page view. Now, you might be saying, Steve, do I need to use a paper-based system? No, that's just for me. That's just what works for me. And I've tried other systems. I've tried online apps. I've tried spreadsheets. I've tried different ways, 
and I find this paper-based system works well for me. Maybe because I'm a little older and I remember when paper-based systems were the only system you needed. But if you want to use an online application or a time management software or something like that, by all means, do so. Uh, if it works for you, that's fine. My paper-based system works for me, so that's what I use. Now, what I do is I create a rough plan of my day the evening before because I just like the idea of getting up in the morning, getting ready for work, grabbing my coffee, and then when I'm at my desk, I'm ready to go. I have a rough plan of my day already in my daytimer system. I can open it up to the day, and like I said, I have that two-page view, and I have a rough plan of what I'm doing that day right there in front of me. And I don't have to think about what I need to do. I can just jump in and do it. So I plan uh, my uh, schedule always the day before. So today, I'm as I'm recording this podcast, it's Monday. So Sunday evening, I sat down for about 15 or 20 minutes. It doesn't usually doesn't take that much that long. And I plan what I'm doing today, Monday. And of course, one of the things I plan to do is this podcast. It's in my daytimer system, okay? So plan the evening before. I recommend you do that yourself. Then what I do when I'm planning the evening before is I block out time for client work projects. Any kind of client projects I do, I will block out time for that. So this morning, for example, I had a newsletter project to do for a client. I knew it was going to take about three hours uh, based on experience. So I blocked out that three-hour block of time in my daytimer system. So I'm looking at it right now. It has the name of the newsletter project. I, I, I put a big square around it because I want to highlight its importance in the day. It's a client project, and client projects take priority. And I have that ready to go. So when I started work this morning, when I opened up my daytimer system, I knew exactly what I was working on for the next three hours. It was that client project. Uh, so I, I do that with client projects. I will, I will block out um, time, estimated time, as to how long it's going to take, and I'll, and I'll put it in my daytimer system. Now, one thing I recommend you do is plan out client projects around your peak energy times during the day. For me, it's the morning. I do my best writing first thing in the morning. So any client writing projects I have on the go, I will plan those for the morning. Okay. For you, your peak time might be midday or in the afternoon. So, you know, it might be different for you. But when it comes to the heavy lifting of, of writing and working with clients and working on client projects, I recommend you, you, schedule, uh, you schedule those in, at your peak energy times during the day. That's one of the advantages, by the way, of being a freelancer is that you have control over your schedule, over when you do things. Okay, so take advantage of that schedule to enjoy your work more, and to uh, maximize your productivity. Now, on my calendar, I also block out other things, non-client projects. There may be, uh, maybe other things I have to do. I might have to call my accountant because it's tax season, you know, may have to make some phone calls. I also block out going to the gym every day. I go to the gym at noon every day, and I'm there for about an hour and a half or two hours going to the gym, and I combine it with lunch. Uh, that's not work-related, but I put it in my calendar because it's part of my philosophy of enjoying my day, enjoying what I'm doing, and I really enjoy going to the gym every day. So I factor that in and I put it in my schedule. 
Uh, so any any other projects, any other things that I need to do, any any of the things that require a block of time, I'll block it off in my calendar. And I'll give myself plenty of time in my calendar to do that. Now, here's something I do every day that's very, very important. And I highly recommend you do this as well when you organize your day. Always schedule a minimum of an hour a day on business development. Now, what is business development? It's simply anything that you need to do to grow your business. That could be maybe you're writing or rewriting your website or posting an article on your blog or following up on some leads or doing some prospecting or making some calls. Anything you're doing to grow your business to get clients. Okay, you want to spend an hour a day on business development. Uh, someone, a, a mentor of mine, many, many years ago told me that if I spent an hour a day on business development every day, I would never have to worry about where my next client is, gonna, is coming from again. And that's been mostly true for the past 20 years. Because I spend an hour a day on business development, I'm either prospecting, making calls, working on my website, doing things to, to uh, market myself and, and, and to get better clients and better projects. Um, you know, I've rarely have I ever had to worry about where business is coming from. So I recommend you do the same thing. Get in the habit of blocking out at least an hour a day on business development. That's an investment in your business that you're making every day. And if you can do that, um, that's going to be a real benefit to your business. So in your, when you organize your day, make sure you schedule that one hour a day on business development. And by the way, it doesn't have to be an hour. It can be more. If you're a startup and you're just starting your copywriting business, well, you know what? Your whole day is business development. So you're blocking off eight hours for business development because you need to spend all your time there. But once your business gets going and you have regular clients and, and your schedule of copywriting projects is getting full, you still want to still want to spend an hour a day on business development. I know I'm harping on this a little bit, but it's so important. I've, I've, I know copywriters successful copywriters who've been successful for years, but they stopped doing any kind of business development. They stopped for years and their business went down and they didn't even see it coming. <laughs> and then suddenly they lose a couple of clients and they're scrambling. You don't want that to happen to you. Spend an hour a day on business development. Okay, I won't harp on it anymore. <laughs> now, when it comes to the my to-do list, I also create a to-do list as well. And again, it's not that detail. In fact, I'm looking at my to-do list right now, and it's it's actually a list of five words. I have uh, invoices, because I have to do some invoicing. It's the end of the quarter. Uh, podcast, because I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> you know, so that's on my to-do list. I have Martin, because he's the name of one of my clients, and I have to follow up with him today. So I have him down as my to-do. So very simple. Only I would understand what those things mean, but I like keeping things simple. So I only have a to-do list of five items, and they're actually five words. I'm not saying to reduce it to five words, but you want to keep it simple, okay? So, uh, so you, you're not facing this uh, arduous, long, intimidating to-do list every day. Just jot down the things that are important to get done that day and make sure they all get done that day. That day. And I have five things, and they will all get done that day, okay? Um, so that is how I organize my day. 
you know, uh, I use a, uh, a two-page paper-based system so I can see the whole day at a glance. I have plenty of room. I uh, block out time for client projects. I block out time for other things. I block out at least an hour a day for business development. And my to-do list is very simple and focused on only those important things I need to do. Now, there's one thing I, I almost forgot to mention that's also important as well. And this is something I've been doing for a while now, and it's been really motivating and helpful to my business. At the end of every day, I write down how much money I've made. <laughs> you know, and here's how that works. If I finish half a project, and that project is worth $1,500, then I'll write down half. I'll say, you know, I made $750 today because I finished half the project. Now I'll just estimate it. I mean, sometimes it's hard to estimate how, how, how much of a project that you've finished, but I'll say that. I'll say 50%. Or if I completed a project, then I'll write down what, my, what, what I'm going to invoice for, and that'll be what I make every day. So I'll write down what I make every day at the end of every day. And that has a, a number of benefits. Uh, first of all, it, you know, if you do this, it reminds you that you need to make money. You know, when you record how much money you make every day, it reminds you that you need to make money. This is a business. You need to make money. And if you go through a whole day and you haven't made any money and you got to put a zero down, that's pretty demotivating. You want to you wanna be able to make some money the next day. So it's, it's good that way. Also, it's a reality check when you write down how much money you make every day. You may find that you've worked and slaved on this project for three days and you realize that every day you're only making like $100 a day on this thing and it's taking forever to get done. Uh, so you realize what projects are more profitable for you than others or what projects that perhaps you need to bump up your rates or maybe not do those projects anymore. It's a reality check of how much money you're making per project. And that's very important. And also, when you write down how much money you make every day, it's motivating. It motivates you. You can make a game out of it. You know, when you write down that you made $500 one day, that's really motivating. You think, wow, maybe I can make Maybe I can beat that number tomorrow. <laughs> I can be a little more productive or, or go after a higher paying project or something like that. Maybe I can get that up to $600 a day or $700 a day or $1,000 a day. Okay, so you make a game out of it, but you only do that if you track it. You got to write down how much money you make every day. So that gives you some insights into how I organize my day. It's pretty simple. It only takes me about 20 minutes to, to do all the, uh, the uh, tracking and recording that I just told you about. But it works for me, and it's very, very effective. So what I recommend is that you try it yourself. Uh, the most important thing is that you do need to organize your day. If you don't organize your day, then you, know, you, you risk being very unproductive and not taking your business where you want it to go. You should organize your day. And however you do it, it may be different than the way I do it. Just make sure you do do it. And if some of the tips that I've given you today help, give them a try. So I'm Steve Sloan White, and I hope you have a great week with your B2B copywriting business. And would you do me a favor? If you have any tips or suggestions or topic ideas for this podcast, uh, please send me an email. You can reach me at steve at 
steveslonwhite.com. You can reach me right there. So on behalf of b2bwritingsuccess.com, where you can find past episodes of the B2B Writing Success Podcast, have a great week with your copywriting business, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.